love the crunchy wheat taste of Kellogg's mini wheats, but the frosting side agrees with the little kid in me. The whole grain shredded wheat side to me is quite superior. The light frosting. This is my girlish interior. Kellogg's regular and apple frosted mini wheat cereals, part of this nutritious breakfast. For me, the manly side of mini wheats is fitting, but the frosting's good too. And I'm not kidding. No, I, I just was in a situation where I couldn't, it would be impolite to have the sound on, so I just watched it with the sound off. Was it while you were kissing your wife and no. had to look behind her no. so you could watch this good, good trailer you wanted to see? Mm hmm. Wait, what? That's Perfect. a real thing? That's yeah. a thing that happened one time. Oh, that's, that's so funny. Computer in his parents' basement, and this kid literally begged me to come sit on his lap, and I was like, I don't want to do it, and he kept bugging me, he's like, this is me, get up, come sit in my nip. So I came, sat on his lap at the computer, and I start kissing him, and then I hear like this little, like, the, like, the mouse yep. thing scrolling, yep. and I was like, what the fuck? And his eyes are open, he's scrolling through Netflix! <laughs> you married this! That's what you married! There were many signs that told me I shouldn't have! But that's gonna be so funny though, like, as that bit progresses as you grow up, like, you're just gonna be old people and you're gonna be smooching and then he'll be filing your taxes. So, like, at least it will be evolving into more useful things than scrolling Netflix. One hopes. Hi, and welcome to Free Toy Inside Season 2. I am one of two hosts. My name is Jordan McNaughton. And I am the co-co-host, Colin Ball. I, every time I try to, like, keep it, like, word it so it's like, you and I, we host together, and you just keep, like... Well, so, co-co-host is a oh, great oh, joke oh. that our good friend Caleb gave to me for literally our last episode of the season, so that's how we're ending this, with the one good joke we should have had all along. But no, I mean, I'm comfortable being the Blue Power Ranger. I think that that is my strength. I'm a... I'm decidedly the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, a thousand percent. But my personality type is I'm a campaigner, I am, like, the lieutenant. I love taking what other people care about and, like, making that grow bigger and making that better. So that's totally my personality. I, I like being the co-host. If I was the host, this would be a much worse podcast and I would not be able to handle it. I can barely handle my co-host duties. I can't show up on time. Duties. <laughs> um, so this season, we've been talking Coco. We've been investigating why I do or do not like this brown thing in my mouth. So, what you're saying is, you're not sure if you're in love with the cocoa. Correct. I'm hip. Um, we have one last chocolate cereal to have today. We are going to put an end to this cocoa caper. We're going to try and figure out, is chocolate cereal even good? Is it even good? So, what is this last piece in the puzzle, Jordan? Mini, no, chocolate, mini, nope, Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, Little Bites, chocolate. What a billing order on this box of One cereal. of our former guests did say, I think mini is the largest size of uh, Frosted Wheat now. And I think they might be right, because I went to the store, 
I can only find minis. So, they made a good call. Here's a question. This is Mini Wheats Little Bites. Is this a littler version of the Mini Wheats? I couldn't tell you. I'm not very familiar with the wheat cereal brand. In, or oeuvre. Um, I think I've just had... I've had like the big boys once or twice. And I thought... I kind of tricked myself into liking them. There was a really good blueberry one of this for a while. Okay. My family has a real penchant for blueberry. It's a flavor we really enjoy. We lived in Maine for a while. So blueberry... Blueberry steak. Yeah. And it's just something that we're really fond of. So it was really nice having that. Okay, so... Maine's the blueberry state. Sure. What's Michigan? Apples. I thought we were cherry. Were we not cherry? We have trappers. Oh. Both. Apples and cherries. Cherries and apples. What's what kind of pies you can get at McDonald's? Cherry and apple. Boom. No, you, you've not been able to get cherry pies at McDonald's for at least two, three years. Boom. But it's like a cherry cream pie, I think. Same deal. Boom. Unofficial guest tonight is... Jordan's wife, Allison McNaughton, because it is very, very hot. We are recording at their apartment. The only place you can do that without dying is the living room. And we won't kick Allie out because it's her house, too. I was here first. But she's going to feel free to jump in whenever she wants or not say anything. And it'll be all up to her. But do you want to try any of this, Allie? I'm giving her a spoonful. You want uh, one little nug? Just one little nug. One little nug is all it takes. So, Jordan. Yeah. I have to ask, with your specific style of eating cereal, how can you handle a frosted wheat? These things are... If we thought Captain Crunch had that, like... No, you know, you're wrong. No, if Captain Crunch was known for tearing apart your mouthpiece, I think shredded wheat. No. It's literally shredded wheat. These are going down so smooth. Really? Yeah. Is it because it's so extra mini? Probably, but I just... I'm not... I'm bypassing the spoon with this one. I fully believe you are lying, and that you just don't want to admit that your methods are wrong. The, the night is going to end with me leaving... And Allie having to stuff Jordan's mouth with cotton because it is just <laughs> torn apart. Like he was just sucking on oh. razors like a Tootsie Pop. I, I mean, these one, two, three tops at a time. And you put them in, you grab that milk, and boom, and they, and they just, not even a crunch, they just, boom, delicious. You can't see me, but I'm doing the, that thing where you make a fist, but you do it one finger at a time, kind of like in a rolling motion. like Fano a, style. Like a glissando on an instrument. Um, like a roll on the piano. Thanos style. I want to see Thanos play the piano. I think that would be a really interesting... Like, so, Infinity War 2. Black. Electric move. It's, it's black screen. And then we pan in to Thanos. Out in that little valley that he created for himself. He's sitting at a grand piano. And he's just playing a good ragtime tune. The do 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 do
So it's Thanos, black screen. Okay. Thanos is in the middle with a spotlight. We're kind of in like a nether region, like it's okay. nowhere. Movie magic style, and he's just sitting at a grand piano playing, kind of like uh, maybe even the Avengers theme, but this like uh, piano version, and it's spinning around. His piano spinning, okay. and when we're in the black, and then slowly all the people who like, spoiler alert, died, start dusting in. And they start doing a choreographed dance number. What and kind then, of music are you thinking for this? Because I'm on board so far. No, it's the it's the Avengers theme. Okay. The I don't even know how it goes, but you know it. Right. The dun, 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 or something. Um, yeah, and so it's this weird choreographed dance number, and then that's the open, and then it then it goes Avengers. Fuck. <laughs> And that's the start of the movie. So I'm really into that. Let's tweak it a little bit. Thanos. Uh-huh. Piano. Mm-hmm. Spotlight. Spinning around. Mm-hmm. Thanos mm-hmm. is wearing this beautiful silver sequin jacket. Mm-hmm. He has these big pink flamingo-like sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And he starts playing the opening to Tiny Dancer. Okay. And boom! This is actually an Elton John musical brought to stage... And we just have Josh Brolin playing Elton John. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Who else would you cast for Elton John besides Josh Brolin? Many <laughs> other people, probably, if I cared to think about it. I think Josh Brolin would do a damn fine job. Ooh, Garrett Oldman would do a good job, too, though. He was so good in Darkest Hour. Couldn't even tell. I thought they just brought Churchill back to life. So, this is not the Darkest Hour of the podcast. These mini wheats, but they're just not doing anything for me. Oh really? Yeah. So I came in here ready to list off my top cereals. Mm-hmm. Just lock it down. Mm-hmm. Final answer: Engrave it in stone. Mm-hmm. These things are damn good. It feels like every one of them is a small brownie. They are really good. I had just the right amount of milk. They soaked it up really good. They're not shredding part of my mouthpiece. And they're really tasty. The chocolate is actually a really good chocolate. It's almost fudgy. And th- these taste like a little brownie in every bite. I think these are real, real up there. Allie, you had a little nug. What did your little nug tell your heart piece? It tasted good. It was like a little pocket of chocolate milk. There's a lot in there, which I think is part of the reason why you're not enjoying it. You don't have the... It's not soft. I've got the milk. It is soft when I take a sip of milk. Do you, okay. like, sit there and let it soak in your it mouth? It doesn't need to soak. Jordan, will you yes, eat... it does. Will you eat one of no. my soggy nuggets, please? I don't want to do that. Colin I don't want to do that. to put his soggy nugget in your mouth. Allie, how sad do I look with this soggy uh, nugget? Uh, He's putting the soggy uh, Worse! Worse! He knows that it's better, but he doesn't No, you get it wrong. No, what are you doing? Do you not watch how I eat it all? You take it. Colin just like threw this thing, started chewing it up, and then it's like, oh, I'll have some up. You put it in your mouth. Okay. Then you like cheek it. Okay, chipmunk it. But I only chipmunk it to talk. You really keep it like right in the middle of your mouth on your tongue. Okay. So, like, if I went to a doctor, he'd say, see, ah, mm-hmm. he'd put the menu eat right on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to like, I'm... 
Okay, and, and you're just gonna take a sip. Uh-huh. And you, you don't even have to wait, you just kind of put it in and then you can chew it. A hundred percent though, that's why he's not liking it as much. That tastes so different than the ones I have in my bowl. Interesting. Which is really just so interesting to me, the way that cereal, which seems like such a simple idea, can be so different just depending on how you have it. So. Do you know why milk, cow's milk, 2% is the go-to I don't. for cereal? So it's because the fat in milk mm-hmm. perfectly work with the cereal. Where it will soak through mm-hmm. but without making it soggy because that and there's enough fat in the milk to create like this little barrier around the cereal. So ends up having this right mouthfeel, it has a great texture, and it works with the cereal. It permeates the cereal at the right amount. And like scientists actually took 2% milk and whole milk and water and all these different mm-hmm. like liquids and just decided to test to see how it affected the cereal itself. And they just found that there was this perfect level, I'm not sure what the unit of measurement was, this perfect permeation to the cereal when you were using 2% milk. So. I'm realizing we might even have a very different opinion than others just because we're using the almond milk. Yeah. But this was never a scientific podcast. Oh, I hope not. But here's my science theory. The reason I'm not digging... I, I agree with you. The chocolate flavor is very good on this because it's darker and richer, which right. is what I like. Um, but it all comes down to size. Because even at Little Bites Minis, these are still... The biggest... The biggest cereal we've had. Right. And so... I like it small. Uh, maybe if I took this in like a mortar and pestle and just smashed down these shredded mini wheats, maybe they'd be up there. But I think I you'd know. be able to better handle it if you had it soaked in the bowl. Because I hate your soggy shit. I don't like it. So I was going to be really excited to announce our next season, but I think Jordan and I, our friendship might be terminated. <laughs> Just want to make sure we got a good five seconds of silence after that somber moment. Yeah. But, okay, so this, not doing it for you. It's just fine. It's just fine. What cereal this season really, like, opened your eyes? Everyone knows Cocoa Pebbles. Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. What about it? Why was Cocoa Pebbles topped off? It's small. It's that good dark chocolate, like, like, not too sweet. It's this nuanced chocolate flavor. Cocoa flavor. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it was good in every bite. Um, it was the first one that we did two bowls of. One of the few we did yeah, two bowls of. and I just, it, it wasn't trying so hard. It was, like, it is the most boring looking cereal. It's just like, just a, a sea of brown. But it's so good. You know? I don't know. Um, so that was... The best chocolate cereal we had all season. Yeah, that's my number one. Would you say then that you'd like chocolate cereal now? Or do you just say you like Cocoa Pebbles? I like Cocoa Pebbles. You just like Cocoa Pebbles? I like Cocoa Pebbles. Was there I... anything that came close with the stone's throw of Cocoa Pebbles? Last week's Love Crunch, uh, that granola, mm-hmm. that was good. That was a good cereal. But that, again, that was one where we had to debate whether or not it was a chocolate cereal. True. I do want to shoehorn in real quick. So we had the Love Crunch, and 
a friend of mine, Jim Lil, listens to our podcast, and he recently found out that he had celiacs, and he could not have wheat. So he's really excited to hear us talking about this cereal that didn't have wheat in it. So he went out and got it, and apparently there are two separate cereals. There is a Love Crunch that's an actual cereal, and that does have gluten in it. But if you go and get the Love Crunch granola, that's like the dark chocolate red berries. Yeah. Wheat-free, you're good. But I just really want to say thank you to Jim Lil for listening. Star of Harmontown, Jim Lil. Yeah, uh, Jim Lil is one of the coolest guys I know. I really would love to have him on. But Jim, thank you for listening. And I'm glad that you were able to get something from this dumb show that Jordan and I do. And I hope that you find some really good things to enjoy as you discover what your body can and not can and cannot handle without literally tearing itself apart. What can you handle chocolate-wise? What was your number one? So you know going into this, I had... Chocolate Zucaritas. Front runner. Easily. Yeah. That was my boy. You seem confident. And would, do you want to guess what toppled the king? Hmm. 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 It was not Cocoa Weeds. Hmm. Cocoa Weeds definitively <laughs> was not a thing I enjoyed. Although I did end up having some with Jamie, who really did it up in a way that I could enjoy. She used brown sugar. She used almond milk. She added some extra dark cocoa powder. And it all came together, and it tasted like warm brownie batter. And that was a delicious bowl. It I was unlike brownies. what Josh served us. <laughs> but also, Josh would have hated this. It is. It was literally just having dessert for breakfast. Um, so who do you think toppled the cake? I'm going to say... Peanut butter chocolate Cheerios. It was not peanut butter chocolate Cheerios, okay. although they were quite good. Oreos? Oreo O's. Oreo O's stuck with me so much that I went and bought a jumbo malto meal bag of them. <laughs> I now keep them at my desk, and every morning I eat three handfuls. Three big heaping handfuls of Oreo O's. Just dry. I don't even need milk. They're so good. I just sit there and I pop them for the first two hours of my morning. And that's my new morning treat. I love it. Oreo O's really just, I forgot, I was foolish. I I just didn't remember that they were that satisfied. Interesting. Although, I think I may be allergic to something in Oreo O's. <laughs> because no. every day at the same time, no. my stomach hurts and I want to fall over and die. Yeah, that's a sign. But it's very tasty, and I will suffer for my Oreo O's. Um, you said something about uh, eating dessert for for breakfast. Yeah, love it. I, I would do it all the time if I could get away with that it. That reminds me of a tweet we got okay. from a uh, friend of the show, past and future, future guest, Devin Anderson. Uh, he says, chocolate uh, cereal and chocolate in general as dessert, yes, chocolate. As breakfast no chocolate and that's a hard stance but i err on the side of agreeing like i'm curious how devon feel about the chocolate pop tarts which i think no, are bad i think chocolate pop tarts are definitely up there in the pop tart hierarchy no okay the top pop tart brown, brown sugar, sugar cinnamon yeah just yeah had some hands today. down yeah it, they, they, but you can only do name brand on pop tarts Brown, brown sugar cinnamon in off-brand is it's fine. Oh, it, I was raised on off-brands. 
And so the cin the cinnamon flavor is so weirdly different to me in Pop Tarts versus Nate. I think off brand. I think you're right in the fact that if I had just had off brand Pop Tarts forever, I would not rank brown cinnamon at number one so easily. Okay. I think cherry was pretty consistent with off brands, um, but so I guess you do have a point. I just don't think they're like bad. So, brown sugar number one, what's your number two on the Pop-Tarts? I don't get too adventurous. I'd probably say strawberry. I'm a, I'm a classic guy. Allie, is brown sugar your number one, too? Like brown sugar Pop-Tart. Is that your number one Pop-Tart? No. What's your number one, Allie? S'mores. S'mores. So, someone has their number one Pop-Tart as s'mores, which is a chocolate Pop-Tart, I would say. No. My number two Pop-Tart is Hot Fudge Sunday. So bad. Hot fudge sundae is so good. So bad. I love freezing the a hot fudge sundae pop tart and just munch, munch, munch it, especially on a hot, hot summer day. They used to have the pop tart sticks, cookies and cream pop tart stick, fantastic. I think chocolate has a place in breakfast, just maybe not in your cereal bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm a hard no. Okay. I, I respect that you because I love chocolate. Yeah, my wife knows I have a sweet tooth. Like, I'm always looking for some chocolate stuff. I'm just very picky about my chocolates, I've discovered. And I apparently am too when it comes to breakfast. Right, but I mean, I just like my regular chocolate bar. I do not like grabbing a classic Hershey and just taking a chop. It just does not even remotely appeal to me. No. Throw that thing on uh, some graham crackers and I can do it. But throw some crispy rice into that Hershey bar. Hundred percent. Mm, now we're cooking. Even toss a nut in there. No. Almonds? It's especially not. I really enjoyed the Hershey with almond. No. Nuts don't belong in. No, I can't say nuts don't belong in chocolate. That's wrong. But chocolate. Hazelnut. I was gonna say hazelnut. A plus nut. There's nothing funny about <laughs> a plus an nut. A plus nut. No. In what context would you even rate a nut like that? <laughs> so that's something you guys I have to. I don't know if I'm gonna edit that out or not. Why would you? This is some of that great A Colin content that everyone's asking for. Oh man. So this is why I wanted to start the episode out. What? Is telling you this non-sequitur story, okay. but I didn't, but I have to tell it now. On my drive over here, I saw a ridiculous vehicle. But not in the way that we're used to, okay. like the mystery machine knockoff, or mm -hmm. the terrifying ice cream trucks that roam mm -hmm. the neighborhood. This was a VW. And not the VW van, not a VW bug. It was this weird hatchback. Okay. It was a custom paint job. Okay all black and every accent was this like blood red it had three stickers on the back okay one of them was a skull with a vietnam era war helmet okay with a cigarette in his mouth okay another one was for the band Rammstein. okay sounds like a, a badass or a nazi and the next one was fuck you i love our troops mm. Wait, which is not a the sentiment is not bad, but everything together did not work for me. So they are the most ass 
whole behavior and driving that you can imagine. Okay. Weaving in between people. Okay. They, so rude. Yeah, and just they're crossing the double white lines on the highway, which is a great way to throw someone off, and just really driving recklessly as hell. And I end up getting next to at one point. The driver and the passenger is exactly who you would expect to be driving this vehicle. Okay. A, it's two white guys. One of them has blonde, long hair past his okay. neck. He's wearing a like military trucker cap, kind of like what you imagine Radar and Mash would be wearing. Okay. He's wearing that. It's a topical reference for everyone. <laughs> he has sunglasses and a cigarette. Great. At a stoplight, I see him dump out a extra large mon monster can out onto the street. God. His passenger, a shirtless white guy, covered in tattoos, bald, also a cigarette. <laughs> and just a thousand percent is what I expected from this vehicle, but did not expect that this vehicle existed outside of parody films or the state of Georgia. And I just was very disappointed. And I'm. I am from a military household, mm -hmm. like, I am someone who has a lot of respect for the military. There's this weird militant idolatry about, like, really liking dudes who went out there and shot other dudes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, my favorite part of action movies is when the dude doesn't shoot the dudes. Like, it's when he's doing the good stuff that's really great, and I don't know, it's just, it's crazy to me that there's this worship of guns and guys who do the guns. Do you think there will be a gun-shaped cereal? Oh, no bullets. I think it would be a bullet, right? Either be, way, it shouldn't happen, right? I think a bullet cereal would be out there. It'd be like gunpowder bites uh, and, you know, a mouthful of freedom. Alright, so... Um, Ooh, it has to be like spearmint or peppermint. You call them Second Amendments. <laughs> NRA, fuck off. Um. So I do have a five-star review I want to read off. So great. We are wrapping up this season, but feel free to leave us any of these five-star reviews on iTunes in between this season and the next. And which might not there might you might not even notice. The the gap. It, we might roll seamlessly into season three. The season three episode might come out before the conclusion of season two. Who knows? Probably not. Absolutely not. But I'm going to read off a five-star review. If you get them in before season three gets up and running, you will be on the first episode of season three, and all these eager fans will be tuning in, not just to us, but to you as well. So, five-star reviews, iTunes, like us, subscribe, find us, follow us, love us. You'll hear all the cool stuff that we're going to try and do. Five-star review. From past and future guest Caleb Moran. Good stuff. Five stars. My favorite episode so far is The Mailbag. It's amazing to see a show that inspires such a creative fan base. They've even created incredible fan fiction already. Jordan breaking a car window with his butt? That's crazy. The only way it could be more absurd was if it was followed by a poorly rehearsed dance number reenacting the event in the high school talent show set to a glee song. Wow, what a truly ridiculous idea that is. I couldn't imagine real humans doing such a thing. Patently false. Yeah. Patently false. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for the review and the, the great addition to the f f Fruniverse. 
Fruiniverse? Is that yeah, what the free toy inside universe? The Fruiniverse? Can it just be the free toy mythos? Mm, I don't think we're grand enough to have a mythos. We like Caleb was not wrong. We have a very creative fan base, and I can see him being a forerunner into a crazy world of fiction surrounding us. Okay. Well, we'll leave it up to uh, the listeners. Um, thank you so much for sticking with us um, for these few months. Um, we got a few a few more questions on the internet. So make sure again you're going and you're following us at Free Toy Inside on Twitter. Facebook, all the social medias where we'll be, that's what we'll be at. Yes. Um, so Jamie asks, thanks Jamie, is chocolate cereal part of a balanced breakfast? I can say 100% assuredly, absolutely not. Correct. If I want it in my breakfast, that is, a, you know it's not part of a good breakfast. Mm-hmm. Agreed. How does regular cereal with chocolate milk compare to chocolate cereal? I didn't do any of that. I didn't have any chocolate milk this season. You didn't have it when Devin brought the fancy stuff? No, because it was going to hurt my belly. Mmm, coward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't try regular... I don't think I've had regular cereal with chocolate milk. I think it'd be... Well, we didn't fine. have any regular cereal, so I mean, yeah, that's really I mean, a season three. And Yeah, well, we'll try it out. I... Probably not... Be- Do you like chocolate milk in general? Not better than regular milk. Oh, so if you were given like the choice of the carton of like the white milk and the chocolate milk, you'd go with the white milk. Strawberry. So in this world where I'm offering you white milk and chocolate milk, from your knapsack you pull out strawberry milk? Absolutely. Love strawberry milk. I remember my mom always used to go and track down banana milk powder for my oh. dad. Because my dad loves artificial banana flavoring. It was like okay. the favorite candy of us as kids. Mm-hmm. Is like we get circus peanuts mm-hmm. banana flavor. We love the banana runs, banana laffy taffy. Banana artificial flavoring is like something my dad and I really enjoyed together. And she would go and get him this banana powder for his milk. Mad nasty my dudes. Does not work. I mean I, I know that intrinsically in my being when you said banana flavor milk. She also used to get Coke, um, caramel. Like, caramel powder. It was also not great. I don't know. It it, sounds so bad. Why would anyone think they'd be good? There were a lot of... There was this weird, like, expansive boom of what you could put in your milk. Jordan, you put gross things in your milk before, right? No! You're you're the gross sandwich boy. You've had to have ruined some milk before. No! I remember... No! In elementary school, there was a classmate of mine... Put dunk pizza in his chocolate milk? Dunk pizza in his chocolate milk. Gross! And then one day, put ranch in his chocolate milk. Oh my god! And then drank it. Oh my god! It was really gross. I'm so upset. I mean... I don't think I was ever friends with that kid, so... And finally, from Jamie, what would be the ideal chocolate cereal if you could create one from scratch? I guess... Rice, oat, or wheat. Rice. Okay. Do you Well, want... I don't know if it can actually be rice, because basically, um, the molecular chocolate... Not a science podcast. And just fill it, because we want it to be as small as possible. That's so what like you want. molecular dark chocolate... You crispy rice. 
You want someone to say the word chocolate, and that's what you're tasting. No, I, w- I want to take a, a dark chocolate rice crisp. Okay. And honey, I shrunk the kids it. Or Mike then, TV from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. And then put that in a bowl. Like, well, a bunch of them, not just one. Right. See, I think for me, you go with corn, ring, Ugh. and you frost it. I think a frosted corn ring. It's chocolate corn ring with chocolate frosting. Does it taste like a brownie? Tastes like a brownie. Okay. That's the hope. Bird is the superior chocolate snack, right? Oreo. You're right, damn. Never mind, my perfect cereal is just Oreo, guys. Sorry. <laughs> That's kind of what it sounded yeah, like. Yeah, oops. Cho- oops all cor- Oreo O's. Yeah. Frosted. Damn, they got it in one, guys. They got it in one. All right. So we're really excited to be thinking and coming up with some fun ideas for what yeah. we can do in a third season. Yeah, maybe we'll have some, like, games... Some, some I w- segments. I would love to reach out to other people who don't just like us, but just like cereal. I would love to see what the rest of the cereal world is like out there. I would love to talk to some cereal experts, like the ones who run these great websites that we've shouted out before. Yeah, we really, we will definitely have to have a Mr. Breakfast like corner, right? Sort of thing. Every week we'll have uh, some Mr. Breakfast facts from there. Um, I, I just I love doing this podcast. It is one of my favorite things that I get to do. Uh, just hanging out and having a meal with one of my best friends, sincerely, and my just getting wife. to yeah, honestly though, <laughs> uh, and just getting to have a conversation that gets shared with other people we really like. Yeah, like fifteen. Like fifteen. Like fifteen. If you like sharing this conversation with us, and you have other people you like, maybe try sharing this conversation with them. Just one, not fifteen. Just one. I mean, Just really, one. really one. Your dad. If you tur- if you jump us up from sixteen, from 15, fifteen, that's a big improvement for us. I'm, I'm yeah. on board with that. Or if all fifteen of you do, we go fifteen to thirty. Insane. Yeah. Bonkers. But really, just feel free to share us. We are, we like doing this, and we hope that you like it too. And there might be other so people who can enjoy. It. My we, goal is to be the first podcast that shows up when you search free toy inside. Because currently, we are not. Yeah, not even close. Not even close. I can't find us unless I go to our actual page that we make. Yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah, I I mean, part of that could be, you know, if we're just doing this, we're doing this real DIY. Yeah. If if we can get, uh, there's a lot of, like, podcast hosting things like Libsyn or Audio Boom, stuff where you pay a monthly fee and they, like, help us, you know, be a real podcast. We don't know how to advertise how to grow ourselves. Oh, we, we know how to do that. We just aren't, don't. Well, I mean, it, it is it is hard to get a podcast. That's a lot of work, a lot yeah, of money. Which I, I don't know if I have the ability to do that. Yeah, but I mean, I would love to. I never want to make this a career. I don't suspect we even have the option to. But if more people could enjoy this, that's really my goal at the end of the day. Yeah. So, but that's what we're going to be doing in between seasons. We're going to look into maybe getting to share this with more people. Maybe getting yeah. to put a little bit more polish on this particular yeah, so if, if If all 15 of you pay us uh, if, you, if you pay us $100 a month and yeah. you go out and you find at least three people to get to pay you $100 a month, then you'll get to keep a portion of that and we'll get some of it and 
and then those people will go out from under you and they'll find people to pay and it's just kind of like a triangle of listenership thanks for listening to our ponzi podcast this has been a real passion of ours for years um but really though thank you everyone who does listen i really do appreciate that there are people that want to hang out with jordan and i for 30 minutes not just in person yeah um boy what a night what a night um what a season I can't even finish this bowl of menu. I did eat dinner, like, literally right before you came over, so I think that is affecting... Thank you, Colin, for finishing my bowl. Um, it was a good season. I think I learned... I did learn a little bit about myself. Learned a lot about our guests. Um, I feel like all the learning... I did about chocolate cereal happened within like the first like five episodes maybe and the rest of that was just proving over and over that you know I like it small I like it dark um I think those are the two big Gary Colvich that's Jordan's type (laughs) see I learned a lot throughout the entire season I think the day that we did the three in a row I think that was my biggest growth in learning about cereal. Okay. And really, I, I loved every episode we did. I loved every guest we had. And I'm just really looking forward to getting to do this more and seeing what happens when we're not restricted by chocolate. I know. What are you really looking forward to doing wild. when the chains are off? Uh, when we're unshackled, I can't wait to throw a bunch of animal crackers in a bowl. That's exciting. Fill it with strawberry milk. My big moment is going to be when I get to make a bowl out of brownie. Oh my god. And then I just get to eat chocolate cereal out of this brownie bowl. And I will ascend into godhood (laughs) and to the emergency room with a diabetes issue. Uh, Well, join us next week when we are podcasting from the hospital because Colin got diabetes. Hopefully type 2, baby. Type 2 all day? Is type 2 the good one? Is there a good diabetes? Which one's the mantle diabetes? I don't. I think it might be type 2. Type 2 is like, honestly. I... Not a science podcast. We That's do. our motto, right? Is it not a science... Well, it's Try With a Knife and Not a Science Podcast. Um, Taste the Soggy Nug. No. I was uh, a fan of it. Uh, I, I do like Tasty t- Tasty, 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 tasty skin. skin. That was definitely a highlight. Um, I am a coward. Do not forget <laughs> about all that. Uh, but yeah. as always, I've been the co- co-host. God, that's so good. It's so good. It's... It, it I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed that it's not until the last episode that you know this animal's coming out of the cage. Mm, Coco. Watch Coco on Netflix. I'm in love with the Coco. I said I'm in love with the Coco. Coco on Netflix. Watch it. Lin-Manuel Miranda and this is Dan and I'm here to say that I'm loving chocolate cereal in a crazy way 
I am so it tastes mad. so good like, when I, I put it in this. my milk. Uh, usually we're so good I can just like I don't even have to do any work I just make sure they sync up I don't have to cut out any bad things It is hard to find a rhyme for milk uh, Hey if you don't like this This should always just be thrown in as bonus stuff baby <laughs> It's not good enough to be bonus stuff Yeah but if you put the word bonus on it They don't know any better uh, I'll just leave this all in This all This, this is all good Milk Silk Dilk What's dilk? What's dilk? It's like a dill pickle I like to fuck No? Is that that be a dill? <laughs> Which is already No, it's, no it's dill pickle I like to fuck I would love Cause dill pickle No, he, is that a, No, that's the baby That's, that's the, the baby <laughs> That's the baby What's the dad's name? Stu Oh man, one of my favorite moments from Rugrats Is when Stu is Middle of the night, 2 a.m., yeah. making chocolate pudding. And Dee Dee comes in and says, Stu, why are you making chocolate pudding? Because I've lost all control of my life. <laughs> I grew up into Stu Pickles. <laughs> Man, I really want us to watch the Rugrats movies again. Yeah, we should do that. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>